Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Flower of Scotland, you get goosebumps, but like Ireland doing sort of the fields of Athen Rye and some of those other great sort of... Uh, rugby anthems I guess why why I love Scotland I think Scotland are going to do some good things at this World Cup what frustrates the hell out of me uh, Steve Devine is the fact that everybody's talking up South Africa everybody's talking up Ireland but don't underestimate Scotland might just be one of the better better Scottish sides ever ever put together what not since the time of Brendan Laney playing yeah well they're playing good rugby too it's not just you know how that's how they're playing the rugby's, which I enjoy. They throw the ball around and hang on to it at times. They, you know, they're they're a good team. I'm looking forward to it. It's just such a pity that team, the the number one, the number two, and the number five ranked team in the world are all in the same pool. Mm. Anyway, speaking of which, uh, Chainsaw Laney joins us. Brendan Laney joins us, a man who played twenty tests for Scotland from two thousand and one to two thousand and four. Brendan, good afternoon. Welcome. Thank you. How you going, guys? Doing <clears throat> well. Yeah, very good, thank you. Uh, um, what chance do you give Scotland at this World Cup? Do you share my frustration? Are they a dark horse or are they more than just a dark horse? They should be in the discussion anyway. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Look, it's the toughest pull, isn't it? Um, but gee whiz, uh, like Stevie said, they're playing some awesome rugby. Um, Greg has got them going really well. They've got a really good balance. Um, they've got some star players um, who have been performing in Europe for, for quite a number of uh, years and, and hence the reason they're getting paid big money as well. And, they're in, and they've got a really good balance to their to their forward play and back play. So, uh, oh, look, I, I, I know that everyone's talking up South Africa and, and uh, Ireland, but uh, I know that those, both those teams will be looking at Scotland and thinking, gee whiz, we're going to have to perform on the day or otherwise we'll get tipped up. So um, I think they're... I think they're not a dark horse, but they're, they're certainly contenders. And um, if they get their game right, they'll beat anyone. Yeah, I mate, I couldn't agree anymore. I think the Africans might just be arrogant enough not to take them seriously enough. But you look at the games the Scots have played this year, they, they tend to um, bleed a few points early, but then fight hard and get themselves back in the game. And, they've, you know, they've, they've got very close if they haven't not won a couple. So... Mate, if if they can hold the Africans tight to to half time and run around a bit, because they hang on to the ball a lot, don't they? They like they really enjoy hanging on to that ball, especially later in the in the matches. If they can hang on to it, yeah. I think they can get over the top of the Africans. No, I totally agree, and, and I, I actually agree with you the, the fact that the South Africans probably are arrogant enough to think that they're not going to be a big threat. Um, the leaking of the points is the one that probably concerns you the most because you play a South African side and they get a they get a bit of a roll on. They're bloody hard to stop. Um, Ireland, like the Scottish play the Irish every year, Six Nations wise. So they know they know what they're going to get when they play Ireland, yeah. um, and it's such a big game for them anyway. Um, but that's the African game for me is the one. Um, Tonga, they're going to be tough to get around as well. So look, it's it's really is such an open um, World Cup this year. But I just think that pool here in particular is just going to be exciting to watch and. I really do hope the boys get up. It would be fantastic to see, um, you know, a Scottish side get up past the quarterfinals and um, and get out of their pool and, and, and such a tough pool as well.
Mate, the one the one thing I see is happening, right? If if Scotland, this will throw the tournament on the, on its head, right? Because if Scotland can get over Africa at the start, uh, the Irish team, the Irish team can watch that game and and just say Africa wins over Scotland, right? I I think then the Irish, um, the Irish will have a go at Scotland with their A team, but then they play Africa the next week, the week before the quarter final. I think they'll play the B team. Uh, yeah, and yeah, because no, they won't care if they finish fine. first or second, but you know, for 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 Ireland to go five really tough games in a row, being Scotland, Africa, a quarter final, semi final, and then a final, I, I don't think they're up for it. I don't think they've, I you, I don't think you, they can go five weeks in a row. So Steve, you think Ireland? And I'll get your thoughts here, Brendan. But they'll want to play the All Blacks in a quarter final, not the French. I would have thought. I I, I don't think it'll matter to them. Uh, they've beaten the French this year and they've beaten the All Blacks last year. I, I don't think the Irish really care. But w- what I think they'll care about is them having to do it five weeks back to back. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they'll have the depth. Well, and that, that's going to be the tough part for them, isn't it? Yeah, that's five massive tests. Yeah. Um, look, and I, I suppose any, it's like any World Cup. You, if you want to be the best, you've got to play everyone. Um, but that is a hell of a tough run, in, isn't it? And that's, and that's uh, what I mean. Yeah. So if, if Scotland can top over Africa at the start... Uh, yeah. Ireland's going to have to play. They're going to have to play their A team five weeks in a row, you know, and that's going to hurt them. So, Brendan, why the sudden? Not why the sudden success. They've been building nicely, um, the Scottish team over the years. But what what is it that they do? Is it does it come down to one or two or three key players, or is this just a collectiveness? What's the style of rugby? What's their key to success? Well, I think their first five and their coach start getting on a bit better because <laughs> <laughs> they were having arguments. Um, look, I just think they've got a really nice balance. Um, they've got some players out in the backs, in particular that you know that their skill level is really high. They're, they're big boys. Vandermeer on the wing, he scored some fantastic tries in the Six Nations. He's dangerous. Um, but the thing I like re- the most is they're moving the ball from side to side and getting outside teams. Um, you know, defences now seem to be coming from outside in and, and they're trying to get up around that midfield and shut people down or shut players down. And the Scottish are just finding a really nice way of getting outside of that and attacking down the wide channels. And that, and, and that's one of the parts that, that, that I think is really enjoyable because it's nice to, it's nice to see them actually shifting the ball and, and getting out into those channels and, and scoring some bloody good tries. So I think that's where they're probably... They, their forwards, they're, they're not the biggest forward pack in the world, they never have been uh, but the, the balance between the forwards taking on, on the opposition and then moving the ball in the backs is it's just uh, I think Greg has got them going really well I, I think they're now the Scottish team are now a world class team and looking after their own ruck yeah. ball like, they tend to be able to hang on to the ball for long long phases which makes it very difficult for the teams like Africa you know, they don't like long phases. They like lots of short little ones. So they get a breath before they get a rest before a scrum. They get a rest before a line out. So, I mean, if the Scots can get the ball, take the game deep, keep it close, and and just you know, keep them, keep the Africans running around the field, keep them moving, they, they're going to be in for a very tough day. Yeah, yeah Brendan, just sorry, sorry Brendan, I just want to come on that earlier comment, just talking about South Africa. I mean, we talked about their arrogance, but it is a case for the South Africans, isn't it? They're very good at getting up against the All Blacks, giving it everything, and then just dropping their guard. We've seen them lose to Japan in World Cups previous. Yeah, exactly right. And, and look, they like beating teams up, don't they? That's exactly what they want to do, and and they did exactly that to the All Blacks last weekend when they put um, you know seven forwards on the bench. <laughs> what was that going to tell you? Well, they weren't going to shift it too far; they were just going to bash the hell out of us. Well, they'll try and do that to, to 
um, Scotland as well. But they'll get frustrated with the fact that the Scottish boys are holding on to the ball for long periods of time. And uh, and that won't really count against them. Um, and that's where the Scottish boys are, you know, they're turning ball over, they're shifting it well, they're getting it into space, and the, and the Sathians will get frustrated. Yeah. So um, it's going to be, it's, it really is going to be a fantastic pull to watch. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a cracker opening game. That first weekend is going to be a cracker, yeah. right? There's some there's some really good matches coming up next weekend. Now, fif- oh, yeah. now, fifteen players for Scotland have appeared at previous World Cups: Richie Gray, Grant Gilchrist, Nell, as well as his standoff Finn Russell. This will be their third tournament. How important is experience, and how important is an injection of youthful exuberance? Oh, I think it's massive. Um, you know. Uh, any guy that's played in, you're playing in one of the biggest tournaments in the world for a rugby player. You know, you, you, you see the disappointment in guys who've missed out. Joe Moody, particularly, you know, the poor bugger, he, he's, he was building up to go to a World Cup. You know, it was the pinnacle of any player's um, career. So, um, you know, they have that experience, especially when they're onto their third tournament. And then you have, like you said, that mix of the new guys coming in who've never been there before, they're keen as mustard. It's all new and bright lights, and and that's that, that that rubs off on the guys that have been here before too. So um, I think it's it, that, that's where I go back to that balance for the Scottish side. Mm. You know, they've got some really good experience. They've got some really good young guys coming in, and they've got a core of guys who are sitting around that 30, 40 test mark. Mm. Um, uh, that's what's making them a really nice balanced side. So um, that's got to help them, doesn't it? Got to help them. Leading into 2019 World Cup, I think Ireland might have almost been one of the pre-tournament favourites. Steve Hansen came out and said yes, but they've got to deal with the pressure of being number one. They've got to deal with the pressure of expectation. New Zealand and the All Blacks are used to it. We've had 100 years of having to get used to it, 130 years now. Is there much in that? Is the pressure on Ireland? Is the fact that they have been the great underachievers at a World Cup? And um, can teams exploit that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, uh, and I, I bring France into that as well because they're at home. Um, and people, I've spoken to a few other people around the, around the traps and they're saying, oh, well, the French are going to be fine. They're at home. They love it at home. But there's pressure and pressure's massive. Um, they'll have home crowds, yes. Um, they'll be expected to win by big margins. And when it comes to the, the, to the uh, tough end of the competition or the business end of the competition, that's when the pressure's the biggest. Um, yeah, they're going to get through their pools. We all know that. But when it comes to uh, and Ireland's a classic example, you know they've been up there. There's number one in the world. Um, that it's a, a pressure that we, like you said, New Zealand and 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 okay, Africa have had for a long, long time. We're expected to win every time we go out, and and also win by a lot. Well, that's um, this is probably going to be the closest World Cup that we've ever had. And um, that's why I think some of those teams, particularly Ireland, and I, I really do think France, look, they're bloody dangerous, aren't they? You know, we, we've, we've seen how they play. They're playing some great rugby. But that pressure, and when it comes to big moments, um, that's going to be really, really interesting. And I, I, I personally think that France might struggle in that area. Yeah, I just look. I look. I look back, mate. When I talk about pressure, and anyone else does, I look back at the 2011 final here at Eden Park. Yep. Possibly the greatest All Black team ever ever put on a field, and we we're playing the French. 
uh, who lost to Tonga, who lost to us in the opening pool. They lost two pool games and still made it through, made it to the final, and it was eight, set, yeah, and it was eight seven. So, you know, being an underdog is not a bad thing, and that's why um, I, I was actually pretty happy the All Blacks got beat last week. I didn't want them to be humiliated the way they did, but that doesn't do us any, you know, harm as, uh, either. I just. I really felt like we needed a loss last week, and we got that. And it's a good thing going into the tournament, not being the favourites. Absolutely, that pressure can it can weigh pretty heavily on your shoulders. Correct. And in, in this, the best part about it is, look, if, if they don't win this game, ah, uh, sorry, if they you know, obviously they lost the game and they end up winning the World Cup, no one's going to remember this African result. Well, I actually wasn't too phased about them losing the, the, the against the Africans. The South Africans came out to beat us up. They tried. And they did exactly that. We weren't on our game. I think guys were looking two weeks down the track, not trying to be injured, looking at a World Cup going, oh, I don't want to miss out. Mm. And, um, you know, and Test Rugby, is, as Stevie knows better than anyone, you only have to be a wee bit off your game and get exposed. Test Rugby is just faster. You don't have much, many, much time to make decisions. And the decisions you do make, you've got to be good ones. So, mm. um, you know, like it's... It, it, we didn't play really poorly, but we just put in 100% on our game, and that showed, and, and then the South Africans took massive advantage of that. But I don't think we were looking at that game. We were looking for the down the trash as players. So um, I'm not too concerned about it. I think they'll get in, and they're aiming at farts. They want to start well, and they have to, to be fair. Brendan Laney, absolute privilege and a pleasure, my good man. Thank you for joining us on the programme. And like I say, you've uh, got two big Scottish fans sitting right here, and we do hope they go a long yes. way in this tournament. Absolutely, boys. I'm looking forward to it, and I'll be up early watching every game. And uh, happy Father's Day to you, boys. Good on you. Yeah, good on you. There you go. The great Brendan James Hall Laney. Cheers, mate. He's a good man. Love the man. He is a good man. He is a good man. Quintessential New Zealand, mate. I tell you what, if they build, what what do they always have that? um, Who do you put on your Mount Rushmore for the Highlanders and Otago? And you can go with your Ben Smiths and stuff, but I go with the characters. I I, I go back to the Laneys. I go back to the Mark Ellis's. What was his name? Um, The little halfback. Stewie Forster, yeah, you know that, that to me is quintessential Otago and Highlanders rugby, but they're also very successful as well with bringing a lot of personality to the game.